welcome to Out of Touch Season 2, Episode 9. My name is Karina, and today I have a guest. His name is Timo. How are you doing, Timo? Great. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good as well. Oh, great. So before we get into it, I'll give the, the context of how Timo and I know each other. And it's actually, yeah, it's very interesting. So, oh, see, now you give me a look because I said interesting. No, it's but, <laughs> what I What Go I mean ahead. is basically Timo and I know each other through a mutual friend who studied abroad, Cal Poly, when I was working in the International Center. And so that's how I met our mutual friend. And then the summer after that year, I went to Germany to go visit the friend and also to visit Germany because I had went to Germany one other time and I had a horrible time there. I was like, never going to come back to this godforsaken country because it was just like not super great. And so, yeah, I met from Colin and I met a few other Germans as well. And so I was like, I'll give Germany uh, another try. And so I went and visited uh, Colin. I met Timo and I met a couple other of uh, Colin's friends as well. And then we exchanged numbers, I think. And we've been like literally kind of off off and on like texting for like the last like three years and I feel like it's mainly Timo messaging me and then I'll message back because I'm really bad at like messaging but if you reach out I swear I'm like I'll be kind of on top of it maybe it'll take me a week or so to respond but yeah I just thought it was cool that we've really only met like once in person and then have just like talked online for like the last couple years so I guess where we can start is do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Timo? Because I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast knows who you are. <laughs> Hello, I'm Timo. I'm 24 years old. I'm from Germany. And I live in a city called Bremen. It's in the northern part of the country. I was born here. I grew up here and <laughs> went to school and everything. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> for, for a start. So my first question for you. I guess what made you go into working after like high school? Because you didn't go to college, right? No. And I yeah. didn't finish high school in the classical sense. I dropped out a year early and started this apprenticeship and then got basically after one year my high school degree, if you want to. Okay. So it's one theoretical year, one practical year, and that adds up to one one full high school experience. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I guess the reason that I wanted to ask about that is because I guess I maybe it's just my experience or where I like grew up, but I know here I think the expectation is like you do high school and then you automatically go into like a four-year college or if yeah. you don't, you do a two-year community college and then you go into like that four-year college. And so, yeah, I was curious about, well, I guess maybe we can, I could first ask what is, for those who don't know, an apprenticeship? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if that's even like a thing in America. I don't know. You learn a profession for typically three and a half years. And uh, then you get a certificate, like your degree, basically, that says uh, you're a trained technician, mechanic, or whatever uh, the job is you learned. I went to school for 11 years. Usually it's, it varies from state to state. Usually it's 12 or 13 if you end to the end of high school in my state uh, lower saxony it's it was 12 years my sister now is doing 13 they changed it somewhere in the last four years well i dropped out one year early so only made 11 because i didn't like sitting around and being told by a teacher wanted to do something practically yeah so i wrote some some applications and got accepted by airbus 
like this other big aircraft manufacturer beside Boeing and started an apprenticeship there. And after one year uh, of the apprenticeship, I basically got my high school degree finish, whatever. So I'm, it's not exactly the same. One is called um, Allgemeine Hochschulreifen, so like general high school degree if you want and the other one is like more a specific one my specific topic of expertise is like technology if you want so so like math science and that yeah so i'm a certified what is the translation for that i build planes basically <laughs> of plane parts when you said that you because you did a couple of applications so what other i guess like places or kind of like I guess, were they all the same job-related things? So they all related to, like, airplanes, or...? No, yeah, sort of. I wasn't applying for a job as a mechanic. I was applying for a job as an electrician in the Air Force. It was aircraft-related, too. Then Airbus, a um, a place where they make steel. I don't know. How do you call that? Steel factory? I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'd say the same. Um, what is the other one? Uh, one that builds like the blades for the big wind turbines and with the energy firm basically like one of the big energy providers in Germany and I got from three I got a direct answer uh, that was the Air Force Airbus and the wind turbine people the other was I don't know for for the uh, energy supplier the one just got lost somehow I don't know if I didn't use the uh, online application tool right I don't know that was the reason yeah everything all jobs are as an electrician, basically, or were applications for an electrician. And then you have to go through a like an inspection by the doctor. What do you call that? Like if you're checked by the doctor um, before you start an, an apprenticeship, turns out that I have a, I not only wear glasses, so I can't see sharp, but I only, uh, but in addition to that, I can't 100% differentiate between red and green. So as an electrician, that's a minor problem or major one. <laughs> and most of them made an offer that I can do another job, like a mechanic or the Air Force was something related to IT. The wind turbine guys, they didn't care, like I could do the electrician job anyway. <laughs> yes, and then I accepted at Airbus because that was like the closest and one could make the most money. <laughs> Oh, that's fair. <laughs> so do you really quickly on the colorblindness so do you get you so if you you get yellow and red mixed up green or, and, or sorry uh, green green and red do um, you see the, do you see them reversed or no no like, it's um like if a wall is painted red or green that's no problem like the biggest problem is with uh, like uh, status leds because if you're if you're looking at a graph where the uh, different wavelengths are, like blue is on one side, like on the far side, and red and green are overlapping. And yeah, like spectrum-wise. Oh, no. So, um, and in between red and green is yellow. So some LEDs are like more, like if they are red, they, are, they tend usually to go into the yellow part, or if they're green, they tend to go into the yellow part, and that's where I mix them up sometimes. Okay, got you. <laughs> So if it's a clear red or green, I have no problem, but it's if it's somewhere in there or anything that's related to uh, red and green, like purple and turquoise, that's sometimes problematic. Okay, okay. Interesting. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
and yeah. they usually like if, if I tell someone like I can't see red and green they are usually look around if I don't know and point at something what color is this it's like the typical reaction like is that red or green or blue or whatever okay that was like my initial reaction as well I was just yes, thinking I, I, was gonna, I was gonna be like how would you see like if you came here to look at our lights since our you know we have like green yellow red I feel like don't you get them mixed up but yeah okay thanks no because red <laughs> is on the top usually that's yeah okay yeah hi this is editor Karina here and I just wanted to pop in because I was listening to that last section and I wanted to say I am so incredibly sorry for how ignorant I sound for some reason I just assumed that every country has a different I, system in place for traffic lights and for the most part every country is the standard green yellow red and in the order that it's supposed to be with with red on the top and then green on the bottom there are obviously countries that have different traffic lights to mean different things but pretty much all of them have that standard system so sorry that for some reason i thought germany would be different and yeah that's it <laughs> I no, you have you have ones that are side by side, right? Usually they're up and down. Okay. I, I'm trying to think of when we would have a side by side one. But if we do, they're not the red, red, green, yellow. They're just like blinking ones. Okay. Which would also probably tell you nothing. <laughs> I might see them next year. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say you'd see those like in the middle of nowhere. They're they're usually like this sounds so bad. They're yeah, they're no. like they they just blink if uh you're at like a crossroad, but there's like they just to say incoming traffic, ah, but okay. they put them when there's like when there'd be like no light because you we don't really them, need lights. Like at night when uh, some minor intersections are where the traffic light is turned off, uh, the one that has to give way usually have the yellow one blinking just to alert the people. Okay, you have to slow down and look for traffic. And the main road is usually like no lights, just go. It's go. <laughs> Increases speed. <laughs> Maybe not that, but yes. <laughs> do you also have, like, in Germany, the expectation that people do a four-year college? Or are apprenticeships, no. like, common as well? It's not even that we have a different school system here. <laughs> uh, it's not like that. You, you always have to finish high school. So it's, that's, like, the typical end of, of your school career, right? Yeah. We don't have this. We have elementary school. That's something you have to write. Then we have like middle school, that's grade five to 10. And then middle school is usually divided into three different types of school. Gymnasium, which is like high school, is like the highest one. Then uh, Realschule, which is like the middle one. And then Hauptschule, which is like basic lowest one. And in fourth grade, it's usually decided you are in, it sounds so bad, you're an intelligent, not intelligent person, but someone that is more prone to go into an academic like part like you're like, smarter yes sort of like yeah it's, <laughs> yeah it sounds kind of bad <laughs> yes either way you put it but uh, it's something we just grew up with it's it's over 100 years old we don't know a different the system and hauptschule usually goes to i think 10th grade 9th or 10th then Realschule usually goes to 10, and then Gymnasium goes from 5 to 10, and then it's Oberstufe, so basically high school, the last two to three years. This is where you get like your Abitur, it's called Abitur, that's your high school degree, basically. 
and it depends like on which state you're in and what like if it's 12 or 13 years so in bremen it's uh, 13 years in lower saxony you now it's 13 years too it was 12 years for me what was the question i <laughs> just ran off topic a little i'm trying to think of what it was i can't remember <laughs> if the expectation is that everyone oh. goes to college right college comes like for you too like after high school and not everyone goes to high school that's the point here so not everybody is expected to go to college i like, see a okay. bachelor's or master's degree uh, usually a uh, hauptschule and realschule go to an, do an apprenticeship like something some sort of typical job i don't know plumber mechanic whatever like w like real working stuff not sitting in a in, a, in an office the whole day and uh, everything that everybody that goes to gymnasium and so like basically does a high school degree then goes to college most people do i think in my year we were 120 people and three dropped out early i was one of them and after that most people do like a gap year goes somewhere abroad study abroad whatever but most people just study something afterwards okay. and most of them i went to school with just finished so i'm already working seven years and yes seven years oh my god it's six and six three quarters whatever in september it's no in august it's seven years and other people to still gather some i don't know student uh, uh depth is college expensive in germany to be honest i don't really know but i don't think so Okay. <laughs> like it's not several thousand dollars or euros a year or a semester. Okay, it's, so not too it's bad. It's a couple of hundred bucks, basically. Most of that is for books and stuff. Education in Germany is fairly cheap. Yeah, okay. Much different than here. <laughs> yes. From what I heard, yes. And you mentioned you've been working for seven years. Do you see yourself continuing for a long time with Airbus? For now, yes, I think. Because, well, most people like want to climb the the ladder and go That's up and up and up. About. And, yeah, I don't really have the intention to do that. Like that's really time consuming, and I want to spend my time in another way, like with hobbies and traveling and something. So work is a mean to get in get money, <laughs> and I have hobbies to to burn the money. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's like. But most people, they go to school again. I don't know if you have this. We have it in Germany. It's called Meister, which is German for master. It's a little confusing, but either Meister or, or Techniker, which are, it's comparable to a bachelor's degree. But uh, you don't go to go to a college or a school. It's or a college. It's more like a, I don't know, a school. I don't know if you have this blacking out a little no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> i'm missing the words I don't, I don't even know if you have them like yeah i don't think yeah. we do i'm trying to think no, i don't think either it's like yeah whatever so no i'm i don't have the intention to okay find the career ladder and then end up somewhere on the top that's not then i would have to spend like 12 hours a day at work and i don't want that <laughs> but I, I i switched jobs like in between uh, in inside airbus i had two jobs till today and in the last one the 
my boss's boss arrived at like, I don't know, was it 7.30 in the morning and then left at 8 in the evening. And I don't want that. That's too much. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, like, you get a lot of money, but you have no time to spend it. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. So w working seven hours a day is totally fine with me. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you recognize that because I feel like a lot of people are about the, the extra pay, even if there's, you know, additional hours or they're just about climbing just so they can, yeah, get that we extra have, We money. have this too that we can, I don't know if you, how is your work week? Is this Monday to Friday or Monday to Saturday or Sunday or whole week or? I'd say typical work days, Monday through Friday, we get Saturday and Sunday off. And it's like, I feel like people usually say you have a nine to five job. Yeah. For office people, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at Urbis, but I start at five in the morning in the early shift and then I'm off at, what is that? 1 p.m. ish. That's pretty Something good. And late shift is just before one and then till 8, 15, somewhere around there. What time do you have to do you usually get up if you have to be at work at five? Tomorrow I have to get up at like 4.15, 4.30. Yeah, it's yes. pretty early. <laughs> but I have some day left after I come back from work. Like if I'm I'm home at, I don't know, what is then 1.30, I'm at home. So I can eat something and then I have the whole afternoon for myself. I can do stuff, whatever. That's pretty nice, though. <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like the a con is obviously wake up early, but then pro is, yeah, you get the whole afternoon off, which is nice. Yes. During the week, that's no problem. But on Fridays, you are just done. It's <laughs> like, like, it's like at 8 or 9 uh, p.m., you are just laying around and want to go to the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But you still get Saturdays and Sundays off, right? Yes, right. Okay. But... Um, Sometimes we get the option to, so it's not mandatory, but what's the opposite? If you have the option to do it, but don't have to. We just say not mandatory. <laughs> okay, so so it's not mandatory to come in on Saturdays, but sometimes we get the option to do it, okay. either for hours or so overtime or for money. Okay. It's, we can usually choose, so that's kind of nice. And do you get paid for overtime? Um, no yes and no like you get paid uh, in hours but not like money does that make sense i have to sort my. no you're good you're fine yeah right um we well that's a good question so over time we don't get paid usually we can just collect the time and then leave early on a friday or whenever or take even whole days or weeks off if we collect enough hours. Okay. But um, right now, I think it's some people have uh, not 35 hours, but 40 hours, and they get the money for the hours that they are longer there. Got you. Okay. And so it's in, the, in the contract, it's somewhere written down like if you have 35 hours, everything above 35 in a week, you get like to your our account if you want and you can just get rid of them by staying home or leaving early okay <laughs> and if you have 40 hour um, contract you just get the money for 40 hours and everything above that is like written to your our account and then you can 
leave early or stay home. Okay, I got you. Okay. And <laughs> you're good. You're good. And then any concepts <laughs> in a different language. I know. I couldn't see you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then, so you're in the same job for like ex- or seven years. Do you still get salary increases for like um, every year? Worked, not or? every year, but um, after I finished the apprenticeship, one year later I got a raise. Then two years later, and uh, now because I'm more valuable because I. I jumped around in in between different workstations. Okay. Like I'm I'm pretty flexible because I can work at three or four different parts. Yeah, at work. So if I have a, a word with my my boss, I can maybe get a little more. Nice. <laughs> so since we're on the topic of work, the other thing I wanted to ask, just I just want to make sure. So Airbus is Germany, or like. Like European. European, thank you. And then Boeing is the American, I don't want to say the American version of Airbus, but they're like competitors. Yes. Okay. So was oh, I'm trying to think of where I was gonna go with that. Okay, maybe because you're on the Airbus side. What does Airbus have that Boeing does not? Or like would you say that Airbus is like above Boeing? And I might just be asking that because I feel like I've watched too many like uh plane crash things that might have Boeing related <laughs> or just like drama with Boeing because I worked there I would say Airbus is of course I better it. <laughs> but it's like if you ask someone what is better Mercedes BMW or Audi or something it's like I don't know it's more of a subjective uh, decision okay. for airlines to choose one over the other and some airlines even like have mixed fleets like some airbus some boeing aircraft okay got you and do you sorry i'm so like i feel like i'm so confused but do you make planes for like airplane companies i'm wording that horribly like you know like like a plane that you and i would could go on to travel somewhere or do you make like specific contracts with like i don't know the government or something both okay both okay actually like most of them where I work now is um, that's short distance, like usually domestic uh, aviation. So uh, it's called single aisle. So like we have one aisle in the middle and then three seats on either side. That's like it's like so um, three, 18, 19, 20, 21. It's like similar size to a 737 okay. from Boeing. And at the last job at Airbus where I was, Two years ago, I uh, worked on wings for the A350 and A330. That's comparable to uh, 767 and 787, so medium to long haul planes. And do you, okay, I guess I'm just thinking because I know like COVID hit and it's been like a little rough for like the airline That's why I changed to short haul because there is more demand in short haul aircraft than long haul because like going inside a country like domestic flights it's that's still a thing not as much as before but still and uh, yeah and long distance flying went down a little but it's on the uprise again okay that's good (laughs) at least I feel like I have some other questions about airplanes, but I, I'll think of them later. <laughs> so, 
something else I thought I would be nice to talk about because you'd said you wanted additional or not additional time but time after work for hobbies what are some of your hobbies I play piano or I started again I played piano for 10 years and then just when I started my job it got a little less and died basically off and a year ago I started again <laughs> yeah you- I had less time because I had to learn and stuff and I don't know it's weird wasn't home that much do you have your own piano yes oh okay it's not a like an actual piano with strings and it's an electrical like digital piano what that one whoa okay that's pretty cool was it are you on wait are you on the second floor uh where do you count like it's ground floor or first floor What's, oh no because there's a difference it's it's british english and american english one is ground floor first second and then there's first second third How our, do you count? yeah we say our ground level is the first floor so then i'm in the third floor so you had so to lug that piano all the way up like carry it i can disassemble it so it's oh, just the, okay, okay. The big part in the middle and the rest is like the construction underneath that's but it, it's still heavy okay so, yeah <laughs> so is it was it easy for you to remember how to play the piano some pieces got back pretty quickly but some are like lost forever <laughs> oh, i have no. to relearn them from the beginning <laughs> do you play any other instruments or just piano um, i have a guitar i started <laughs> But that maybe was one hobby too much. But it, I still have it, so I, I might start sometime in the future again. Uh, <laughs> you'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't take lessons, so piano is something I kind of taught myself with the help of the internet. Wow, that's pretty cool, though. Did you and look some up- friends at school? So sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Yes, and guitar is basically like the, this is uh, nobody else knows this or, or knows this person except for you. Like uh, Yannick told me okay. some basic things, and then yeah, I it's still here, but I don't use it at the moment. It's a little sad, but yes. Do, wait, does he play guitar? Yes, he has okay, okay, seven that makes sense. or eight of them. That many? Yes, it's, what? it's a collection. <laughs> oh no! So, some acoustic, some electric, and a bass, I think, and then a ukulele, and everything that looks like a guitar but in different sizes. Okay. It <laughs> even has like, um, if you're uh, starting out as a kid playing guitar, they are like smaller guitars for smaller people, like three quarters and half size. And he has, I think, it's a three quarter size. Wow, all right. Like, I don't know, five feet something, I don't know. On the shorter side. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What other things do you like to do in your free time? Two years ago, I started uh, flying gliders, like the ones you can actually sit in and fly around. Um, That died off at at, at COVID, basically. Then, yeah. Have to show up there again. Oh. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah, basically everything that's related to aviation. So model planes and helicopters and drones. Bad drone. 
bad <laughs> drones what yeah it's i don't know if you have this there but we get like more and more registration or not registrations but restrictions on them like it's it's getting more and more difficult to fly them here you have like special insurance and you have to take uh, tests and everything it's it's annoying what? So that, yeah that's a little annoying this and uh drawing was huge in middle and high school what? That, yes what kinds of things did you draw uh basically everything so i tried out a lot but um never with paint <laughs> like yes that, that was one reason um so most things are uh, with like pencil charcoal and something so everything that's just different grades of one color that's all right <laughs> everything with color is uh yeah i basically tell my sister i want this so please paint this for me did, did you have anything like that you liked to draw like a prefer uh, like a like a go to uh, the last or? thing i think was landscapes was like the, the easiest for me <laughs> that like i i could do a lot i tried uh, portraits like faces and people but that's yeah right now <laughs> that's difficult <laughs> that usually ends uh, weird like with a very wide mouth or, or big eyes or something. Oh my god. People are hard to draw. Agreed. Yeah, but the, the, the model part, like model aeroplanes and helicopters, that's like the, the most time and money consuming hobby. And now I have two cars that's like uh, time and money consuming as well. Which, okay, wait, because I do have a question about the cars, but I okay. want to ask really quickly, drone-wise, do you have to have a permit to fly a drone in certain places? Yes and no. If the property owner of where you fly says, like, it's fine, do whatever you want, uh, you can fly. Up to a certain height, I think it's 100 feet. They changed it recently. I don't know where this at right now. I have to, and I have to do some tests, actually, to be able to fly them legally yeah it's it got difficult over the last years but usually it's just if you are not too close to an airport or like a river or canal where boats actually go or somewhere close to a rail line uh, like railway line or major roads that's a problem so it, it you have less and less space where you can actually fly because Germany is pretty crowded. We talked about this earlier, so it's to go somewhere where no one is is hard in Germany <laughs> because there's someone, some everywhere basically. Yeah, for for context, because I don't think uh, we talked about when it was recorded, but Tim and I have been talking about how uh, you can't really go anywhere like that's like desolate in Germany. Like if you yes. go like one hour, like someone will always be around versus like in the US, you can like go somewhere and get lost for like days or weeks and not <laughs> see anybody. Yes. The US is a little larger than Germany. I don't know, a couple of times larger. <laughs> have you have you ever flown the, the drones illegally? If I can't ask that. <laughs> yes, you can. And Hypothetically, yes, I have. <laughs> have you hypothetically uh, got caught? <laughs> no, 
we got not stopped by the police, but sometimes they are curious and when they drive by, they are like, oh, what's this? Can you explain? And usually if you are friendly to them, they are friendly to you. And if you don't be a jerk, it's everything, it's fine. <laughs> and if you do, don't do anything that's too illegal, like uh, flying across a highway or something that we might or might not have done. <laughs> it's it's basically a dead end so there's and it was on a sunday and no one was there and so we just flew under a bridge and around the bridge and uh, they came around and said like please don't do this again and have a nice day <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and usually if we are getting uh like not stopped by the police but if they drive by and say hello it's usually like good cop bad cop one tries to be tries to keep a, a straight face and the other one usually the passenger is like trying to not <laughs> break into laughter so it's that, that's that's usually entertaining oh my god yeah <laughs> this is a weird question but I, like i know the the end of the freeway that you're talking about and so i have to ask oh yes right that's i remember yeah, that's why i remember yeah. that <laughs> but okay if that freeway didn't end where would it go because, like, um, here, I feel like, like, and, okay, maybe someone in the U.S. is going to be, like, you're wrong. But I, like, here, I feel like no, like, highway ever ends. Like, you could have one that goes from, like, California to they, New they York. They end at the border. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> As I mean, like, in America. But ours, it would continue. It would, they started again on working with that. So, it's, oh. I, I think it says 2026, it should be finished, but they should be finished <laughs> it would take a slight right turn and then when go under the river and the other side of the highway is actually like already built oh okay like it has the same number and if you look on google maps you can actually see where it would connect wow so okay yeah cool. they are starting to build a tunnel and then you can drive underneath there it, nice. The tunnel would uh, come out on the other side uh, next to the um, yeah, studio factory where I applied for another job. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, so for, I guess for those listening for context, the, what she was talking about with the end of the, the highway, I've also been there and seen it. And I, I thought it was just so whack because like never seen a, the end of a highway in my life. But when we went there, it was just like cool because yeah, everyone parked on like at the end of the highway and like just chilled and it was yeah it was very uh interesting unique experience the sunsets are nice there they are nice mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know was it you or fritz who put the sign the oh that sign was that was me yeah <laughs> and i didn't check it for like i don't know three three days or so and then someone said like have you looked in your trunk and i said no why and then i looked and there was a street sign in my car yeah i i think i i get uh those things from uh i blame it on my parents because my dad has a few uh signs in our uh backyard that he like stole from his younger age a lot of them does he really (laughs) yes like i don't know 20 or so every time he's like drunk and then goes somewhere where i don't know a loose sign is and then he just takes it with him that's a mood for sure though <laughs> but that's kind of typical for germany because i heard of a lot of people that like if you're drunk sometimes mm, 
sometimes you take street signs with you if you either oh pull them out the ground or just like i don't know somehow else take them with you <laughs> i've heard a lot of stories so i think oh yeah so the other thing yeah i also definitely want you to talk about your cars because first of all i've been in the the van and i think it's like the coolest van ever like it's just like so rad it has like the little table and i think i want to say the sweet the seats swerve but i can't remember if they do yes or not. yes the, that the is so cool fan. and now the passenger seat uh, does as well and what? i have the turntable for the uh, driver's side too oh my god I just have to install it yeah so the so i guess we could talk about the the van first and the reason okay the first reason i wanted to bring this up is because i feel like when i think of germany i think of small cars or at least like you know i don't know like i feel like at least in the us you know like we have like trucks and we have like vans and we like you know, we go big because it's america but i feel like in europe it's like ideal to have smaller cars and so i think it's like so different that you have a bigger <laughs> car <laughs> it's not it, like yes you say bigger but uh, it's the same size as what do you drive it's a corolla no yeah a, yes is it a hatchback or a limousine like a, a sedan uh i don't know the van's like i don't know two feet longer we texted about this remember you remember yeah but it's really that small it's five meters that's 15 feet long just under 15 feet just over around 15 feet give or take okay that's it's pretty big that though big. oh yeah at least okay at least i think it's pretty big <laughs> everything under five meters or so under 15 feet is your standard size like up to five five meters it's it's all right it's like a facade or an e-class mercedes or a6 or something okay and the other one is the same size as like a golf okay <laughs> only two people can sit in it <laughs> that's more a waste of space if you want because it's like fairly big if you just think about that it's only a two-seater and the other one can seat seven on the I, size I, of where you usually can sit only five so what got you why did you want to get that car which van. one sorry the van we'll start with the van first <laughs> so i wanted to like this van life thing was fairly interesting. So I said like, okay, I want something that I can build into or convert into like a camper van and go places in camper. And I started looking and I just looked for like simple panel vans. And then I saw like the option that I have, like it has four wheel drive and a nice interior and stuff. So it escalated a little, so. <laughs> And then I said, okay, this has everything that I want, so I might look at it and maybe buy it, and I bought it. And how long have you had it for? Three years now. Three, just over three years, yes. Okay. And when you say you want it to convert it, what, like, what did you have in mind to convert it? Like, what were you thinking of, I guess, doing to it? So, to, a, a kitchen, a sink, and a bed, basically. So, so yeah, they can you can sleep in it. So like not a full size kitchen, but like a stove top, you can make food on, and like a little sink with water. <laughs> <laughs> that so sort of thing. So would you have to take out all of the the seats? Yes, that's the great thing about the one that I have. It has like 
uh, rails on the floor that I can I can move the seats and the 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 the, the row seat in the back. I can move them around and take them out individually. So I can either have a two seater with a lot, like basically a, a pickup truck that has a basically a panel van. So with only two seats in the front and the rest is cargo space. I can put like one seat in the back, which we actually did, like when COVID started, we put one, we, we did, uh, when Yannick moved, uh, we put one seat in the middle and all the way back and turned it around so you can look out the back and wave to people behind you. It was <laughs> fun. Yeah, and you can just put the, the roll in and it's a typical five-seater, so two in the front, three in the back, and then like a lot of cargo space or put all seven seats basically in and go on a trip with people. Nice. It's very modular. So I can take it out, all the seats, and then I can build the, the interior basically so that I can just put it on the same rails as the seats. So I don't have to like screw it into the wall or something. So I can just put it down and it doesn't move. That's pretty nice. <laughs> yes, that was one of the reasons why I wanted that one. And did you, did you buy it new? Or did you buy it used? Uh, no, it was, it's a used car. It's now, it's 10 years old. So I bought it when it was like eight, seven or eight years. Do you remember, I'm just curious for unrelated reasons, but do you know how many miles it had on it before you, uh, or kilometers? Just under 100,000 miles. So 155,000 kilometers. Okay. And how many do you, how much do you have now? Uh, 215, 16, that's, and uh, wait, I think like, how much is that? 160,000 miles? No, that's 120, 130,000 miles. Okay. Somewhere around there. And then another unrelated, or it's related, but it's it doesn't have anything to do with this. But how often do you get gas? In the van? Yeah. Once a month. Once a month. How much does gas it's, cost? It's, Sorry, uh, I'm just, right, I'm right just now curious. it's like two euros a liter give or take like around two euros that's okay. uh, the euro and dollar it's basically the same but one liter is uh, or one gallon are almost four liters okay got you it's three point something liters 3.7 okay. 3.8 <laughs> liters is a gallon that's also weird like the only thing the only measurement um we have in common is time like Hours, minutes, days, and everything. And the, everything else is different. You See, have miles, we have kilometers. So, so distance, then weight. You have like ounces, pounds, whatever. We have kilograms. And then like, yes, everything else, temperature and volume. <laughs> but here's the thing about time is you guys use military time, right? So like... Yes, 24 hours. Yeah, so that's 12 the thing though. AM, PM. We don't use military time here. That's the other issue. Time. That's like, <laughs> well, that's what we call it. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, we don't use, yeah. So, like, that was like, uh, that's what I think is funny. Anyway, I thought it was funny where you're like, oh, time is, I'm like, no, because, yeah, we don't use that. I mean, I use it, but that's only because when I went to, when I studied abroad in Europe, I was like, oh, you guys use it. And I got used to it. But yeah, it's here easy, we go. I think if you just, if you have a digital, digital clock with no, like, you have then like I don't know AM PM little sign in yeah. the that says, why just use 
24 hours. That's way more easy. I, I don't know. <laughs> We're just, we have problems in with America, all of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still, I think the measurements thing is so funny too, though, because I'm sure we've had like in the government or something that argument where like, why can't we just use the measurements that everyone else Officially, uses? You'd switched, I don't know, a lot of years back, but it's the people that still yeah <laughs> you're used to the imperial system so you still use it you and two other countries on earth switch <laughs> to metric at least okay at least we drive our cars on the right side of the road okay unlike that's right <laughs> it's not the left so the right right side at least we do with something right <laughs> yeah so then okay so then the other God, I want to talk about differences with Germany or with Europe and the US, but I also want to ask about your other car because, yeah, what? Okay, first of all, are you going to stop at two cars or do you want to keep no. going? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are two on the short list and then some more on the long Some list. more? Like, How many? <laughs> I uh, might stop at four or five. So that's like, and then if one comes, one goes, so it doesn't get too much. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I, yeah, Colin, for example, has more. How many does he have? I thought he only had three. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, only three. <laughs> okay, sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> uh, the the pickup, the old one? Yeah. The 3100 from yes. 56. Then uh, the, the one he bought in California, the Silverado. Okay. Uh, the old one he sold two winters ago or something, I don't know. Christmas two years ago. Um, he has an Audi A4, something that he can drive every day. That's not the gas guzzler. Nothing, something that does not have a V8 in it. Um, the Corvette, he sold that to his parents. Sold like... Yeah, okay. Yeah, basically sold, but he could still use it. And then he bought a tractor. He bought a tractor? Oh my God. Yes, a, a, a John Deere. <laughs> like from the 50s or 60s. Okay. See, that doesn't to some degree it doesn't surprise me. But also, what do you do? No, right. That's like it's not surprising. But his girlfriend, uh, the the parents of his girlfriend have a farm, and he can like play around with it. He has oh a piece God. of land that they can use, and yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's three cars or three vehicles, <laughs> and a trailer. He has a trailer, a small one. Oh my God! It's Colin. Yeah, that's what do you expect? <laughs> Don't be surprised. And Fritz is back down to two cars, and one of them is driving. Half of one is driving. It's complicated. Uh, okay. <laughs> the so only it's... one that were actually sold. Oh my god. <laughs> that's typical. So someone not okay I'm not hating on cars or, or anything because that's like a, I know that's a hobby and I'm not on that hobby but like why what is it what is the appeal to having multiple cars or what do you do with them drive them <laughs> okay <laughs> so I have I um all the other cars that are on the list are something that, like I don't have anything double like I don't have two big vans or something or two small cars it would be like everything then has its purpose i have one sports car that's for the weekend and oh yeah basically and the van for everything else like uh, i bought a desk last week and i can move it in the van 
and don't have to borrow someone else's car or trailer or something. I can just lay the, like I can put the uh, the backrests of the seats down, and then I can just put how much is that like six no eight feet by I don't know five feet I can put in the van. So that's helpful. <laughs> Do you park both of them outside of your place, or right now? Yes, uh, usually uh, the uh, the Toyota is at the car park uh, at work. We can okay. use that for free, so it's protected by <laughs> like no <laughs> rain and snow and yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Usually I only have one car in front of my apartment that I can use and the rest one. The other one for now is uh, parked somewhere else, either at my parents or at work. Okay, got you. <laughs> and do you think you'll buy like another car in like the next year or are you gonna like wait a couple years and then buy another one? In the next one or two years, I think, maybe. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> it depends on... Yeah, how much money I save and how in which direction the car market goes because used cars are like through the roof price. -wise. Really? Yes. Is it because there's high demand for used cars or just cars yes, in general? Yes, used cars are in a higher demand because um, there aren't as many new cars that follow. Okay. Huh. Yeah, the MR2 that I have is I could sell it for the same price I bought it for, so it didn't go down in value. Not That's up crazy. much, but and the van basically the same. Like, I just, I, like it just sounds like the housing market, <laughs> but it's the yeah, car market. Yeah, it's comparable. <laughs> yes, the housing market is like <laughs> that's amazing. Like, I if if I have the idea or have the idea to to buy a house in like I don't know five years, I think I can't afford it because of a million bucks or more. And that's not like an exaggeration. It's like really a million. Yeah, that's like right insane. Now, the house with a decent property is 500,000 and up. Uh, and this right. isn't even the most expensive part in Germany, like oh, yeah. Hamburg or Frankfurt or Munich or something. That's like, if you, have, if you want an apartment, like, I don't know, three rooms and I don't know, 80 square meters, that's 500,000 or more. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I also wanted to bring up Bremen because, like, okay, Bremen, is it a city or a town? I get confused. It's a city and a state. A city and a state. Oh, yes, because we you have, we have three of those. States. Hamburg and Berlin are the other ones. It's like, it's a city, but also a state, like, in itself. And Bremen is special because it has Bremerhaven, which is like, it's this, yeah, one part of the city is at the coast. And it's basically still part of the city and the same state. Okay, got you. <laughs> little, it's a little weird of a situation, but yeah. And is it like, so you have the city and then it's just surrounded by like land? I guess, yeah, okay. Vast nothingness. Yeah, that's because like... Uh, I to, just the, to the north, yes, but to the south, it's... To the south too, but to the west, we have uh, Delmenhorst, which is more like a big town or small city. What do you consider to be a city or a town? what size like i think of like a city to be like san francisco to some degree and then like a town how many is, like, people live there 
just the way that Google. Ah, uh, let me look it up. So Bremen has six hundred thousand, just over six hundred thousand. Uh oh. That's going to be like a million. Place. Oh no, it's uh, about nine hundred thousand. All right. So then it's a town. Uh, so <laughs> Bremen is a city, but Demmerhorst is a town. But for us, we would call it a small city. Okay. okay. <laughs> and um, if you drive half an hour further, there's Oldenburg, which is like, we would call it a city, you would call it a town, a bigger town. Okay. Like it's, it's, I didn't, I think it's bigger than Delmenhorst. Yes, should be. So it's, we, we would call it a city. Okay. But for us, it. it's like, back to that topic we we have another like a different sense of scale oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like f five hours of driving is like a, a far distance and for you it's like well next town is like five hours away city. yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah the reason i wanted to bring up i guess like yeah the way bremen is viewed is because whenever i think of it or mention it i always say like oh like, if I talk about Colin, I'll be like, oh, like, Colin or, like, Timo lives in, like, the middle of nowhere, Germany, which is really bad to say, but I think of the fact that you said, like, up north, there's, like, it's just, like, land for miles, and so that's, like, part of what I think of as Bremen, but I also know that you guys have, like, the city slash town, and that there's more there. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else, but do you have anything that I missed or anything else you'd like to talk about? I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think so right now right maybe i don't know <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> cool well i guess that's it i mean honestly if i forget anything we can always have another uh, episode yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> make next year in person next yes yeah, we're trying to get, uh, Timo is going to come down or try to come to the U.S. He's never been to the U.S. He's going to try to come this summer, but uh, we figured it'd be easier next summer. So, yes. yeah, which anyone who's listening, if you have any recommendations of places to see in the U.S., I know, yeah, we talked about a couple, um, but if you have any other recommendations, let us know. <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming on this podcast. Thanks for being the first not American <laughs> or yeah, not American person on this, on this podcast. And thanks for speaking in English. I know that's not your first language. So sorry if it was a I lot. Wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see y'all for another episode in the future. Bye. <laughs>